This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Well, let's get into some of these tournaments and some bets you should think about. We bring in our good friend PJ Glasser, co-host of Inside the Betting Lines on BetQL, also on Twitter at PJGlasser9. PJ, good morning to you. I'm going to start here in D.C. for the semifinals in the CAA because the lovely Catherine, my girlfriend, went to the College of Charleston. All of a sudden in the past month, she wants to follow the Cougars and how they're doing. They're facing Towson tonight. I'm not saying that to influence you, but I'm just curious what you're thinking here. Oh, Jinx, I don't think lovely Catherine's going to be very happy with me. I'm going the opposite <laughs> way. I, I like right. I like Towson. I like Towson tonight against College of Charleston plus five and a half. These two teams played in the regular season. They were both really good games. The one in Towson went to overtime. College of Charleston squeaked that one out by two points. And then the one that they played a couple weeks ago out in Charleston, Towson was up double digits in the first half, and then Charleston just went on a huge run in the second half, ended up winning that game by eight points. The reason I also like Towson, guys, this team was picked preseason to win the CAA, so the talent is there. They have a star in Nicholas Timberlake, and when he gets hot, that's how kind of – Towson's one of those teams, as he goes, they go, and if he's hitting his shots – they could be dangerous. But look, College of Charleston's had a great year. They're 29-3 and on the season. They've only lost two games in conference play. I think this is going to be their toughest game, though, and I think they know that. Towson's playing for their season, right? They, they pretty much have to win to get into the tournament. College of Charleston's pretty much the same way. This is probably going to be a one-bid league. Both of these semifinal games are going to be awesome. Hofstra and UNC Wilmington and the other one. But I like Towson to keep it close, plus five and a half. I think this is going to be a one-possession game coming right down to the wire, and it wouldn't surprise me if Towson ends up upsetting them. We're talking with P.J. Glasser, host of Sunday Bets from noon to 4 p.m. on, you guessed it, Sunday, right here on the BetQL Network. So, P.J., a hot team among the likes of Hashtag Gambling Twitter has been South Alabama, a team that apparently has been playing Lights out, and especially for a team that was 10 to 1 to win the Sun Belt. Right now, they are in the Sun Belt, Sun Belt Championship uh, facing Louisiana. Or uh, I shouldn't say right now, but you know, later on today. I think this game is pretty close to a pick 'em. I don't think we have a line at BetMGM right now, but what's your read on this South Alabama team and why are people so hot on them? So, Chelsea, I actually was one of those people that grabbed them 10 to 1 at the beginning of the Send Belt tournament. So, I'm, I'm very excited right now. I'm not hedging. As a matter of fact, I'm doubling down on the Jags. They played Alabama early in the season. And uh, as you guys know, I'm, I'm an Alabama alum, so I watch every game. And I was impressed with South Alabama. They couldn't hit a shot that game, but they really hung tough with Bama. And I told myself that when they got to the conference tournament, I'd give them a look. I thought it was telling that as the eight seed in that tournament, when they went up against the one seed Southern Miss, they're only two and a half point dogs. They end up winning that game outright. Yesterday against a really good James Madison team, that game was a pick 'em. They ended up winning it. And now here they are against Lafayette today, and or against Louisiana Lafayette today. And they're actually, it's a pick 'em again. They're actually even a small favorite, it looks like. So I think Vegas has been kind of riding the South Alabama team. They've loved them in the first two games. They love them again here tonight. And I would back the Jags. You know, a couple of these conference tournaments, we're going to have seven, eight seeds that get in. And I think this is going to be one of them in the Sun Belt. So 
I like South Alabama tonight. I'm going to double down. Hopefully they cash that 10 to one for me uh, and, and win outright tonight. We're chatting with PJ Glasser, co-host of Sunday Bets from noon to four each and every weekend. Make sure you check out that show. He's also on Twitter at PJ Glasser nine. Okay. Conference USA chairman. I like it when we get into the weeds here in college basketball and talk about maybe some plus money value or some teams you're looking at that maybe we haven't talked about too much. And for you, UAB is that team. It is Jenks. I love, I love UAB and, uh, I think they are probably the best team in that league. I know FAU's had an unbelievable year. They're probably already in the tournament right now. I'm looking at Joe Lenardi and some of these bracketologists. They have them as a nine seed, so they should be good. But UAB, things you got to look for when you're handicapping these mid-major tournaments are star players and good coaches as well. UAB has Andy Kennedy on their bench, who was a longtime coach for Ole Miss. So they have a guy who's experienced in Power 5 basketball. And they got Jelly Walker, who not only has one of the best names in college hoops, but is really, really good as well. They got a tough draw last year when they had to play Houston in the 5-12 game in the first round. But they're a really good team. They have K.J. Buffin, too, who's a transfer from Ole Miss. The reason their odds are the way they are is because FAU is obviously the one seed, but they have to play North Texas in the 2-3 game in Conference USA, and North Texas is also a really good team. So UAB is likely going to have to beat North Texas and FAU for us to cash that plus 210 ticket, but I think they will. I think they're the best team in that league. Jelly Walker was hurt for a portion of the season, so that's why they kind of struggled at times, but he's back. He's healthy. He's looking good. And uh, I like the Blazers at plus 210. I think they're going to win that that conference tournament. Okay, PJ. I think I'm going to go to a few games of the SEC tournament here in Nashville. I see you like a long shot to win the SEC tournament. And before you go on your spiel, let me tell you, I like Arkansas too, but they have burned me badly. I think it was the last time you were on the show because I think we both like Arkansas getting points against Tennessee. So Tell me why I should not be worried about that last result and backing Arkansas in the SEC tournament. So, Chelsea, there's a couple of reasons. First of all, the SEC tournament, I think, is going to be the one that's going to produce the most chaos, right? I think we can all agree right now that Alabama's probably a team that we're all looking to fade in the NCAA tournament. It just hasn't felt right since all the Brandon Miller stuff. They've played four games since that. And they've been trailing at halftime in all four of those games. Now, they've come back to win three of them, but they did lose to Texas A&M. So I'm fading Bama. Texas A&M is a team I like long-term in March Madness, but they've been so good at home this season. And, you know, when you get them in a neutral site kind of game, they're going to be a 2C. They're going to get everybody's best shot. I I do worry about them. I like Arkansas because I just think that value at 13 to one is too good to pass up. Now, when you look at the bracket in the SEC tournament, they're going to have to go through a gauntlet. Chelsea, as you mentioned, they play Auburn in the 7-10 game. So right off the bat, that's going to be tricky. Then they have to play that Texas A&M team. And then they possibly could play like a Kentucky in the semifinals. Uh, So their path's not going to be easy. But the SEC tournament's one of those tournaments that year after year we do see sleeper teams, surprise team make deep runs. We saw that with Texas A&M last year. So there's always upsets in this conference tournament. Arkansas is as talented as any team in that league. And I think just getting a 13-1 to price on them is too good to pass up. 
I will say of all the long shots this week that I would back, if you're going to take a flyer on anybody, Vanderbilt at 60 to one would be worth a look because the Commodores guys are playing really good. They're getting hot at the right time. They just beat Kentucky on the road in Rupp Arena. They just beat Mississippi State. Stackhouse's teams the last couple years have really been rolling late February, early March. They have all this momentum. Uh, And again, if chaos were to ensue, I think Vanderbilt could be in the middle of that. So Arkansas 13 to one's my play, but I would take a flyer on Vandy at 60 to one as well. And they don't have to travel. They're in Nashville. Yeah, exactly. Very good point. Didn't, didn't even think about that. So PJ, we were discussing this earlier, but I wanted to get your take on it. How much do you emphasize coaching this time of year? When you look at the national title winners and, not really a surprise. It's just one blue blood and one Hall of Fame coach after the other. But at least for the tournament, do you you can't necessarily quantify, but how much do you let that influence your handicap? Oh, I mean, it's it's huge, Jenks. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I would say coaching and and backcourt point guard play are, are those are probably the two most important things, and those are the things that I'm going to be backing, especially in a year like this where. I think we can all agree there's really no dominant team, right? We've seen the number one team in the country get upset like eight times. I mean, we haven't seen this much turnover since like the mid-40s. So I think, yes, people who the best team in the country is, some will tell you Kansas, some will tell you Houston, UCLA, maybe some still like Alabama, but it's just really a toss-up. So coaching is so important because – That's, you know, in these one and done scenarios, in these survivor type tournaments, the coaches more often than not are are what you trust this time of the year. So I I think it's very important, Jenks, no doubt. All right, so who do you like? Go ahead. ahead. Oh, uh, I thought we had time for one more. So going to ask the obvious question here. Uh, PJ, I feel like you've probably said this on the show before, but who do you like to win it all? Oh, if you're asking me right now, I would probably take Houston. That would be my pick. I uh, I think they're the best team, but I also think the stars are kind of aligning for them, that uh, the Final Four is in Houston. So that helps, right? They make it to the Final Four. They're going to get two home games. But I also like Jim Nance, who's the CBS broadcaster, as we all know. This is the last time he is calling the Final Four, and his alma mater is Houston. And sure enough, oh, he called yeah. the Houston. He called the Houston Memphis game yesterday. And what happens? Houston wins on a buzzer beater. So it's already starting with Jim Nance in Houston. But uh, that's the team I like. I just think all the stars are aligning for him. I think they got the best team, and uh, that's that's the team I like. Yeah, it's hard to fade Houston, especially with Kelvin Sampson, the job he's done down there, the talent they have on the roster. So there's a reason why they're the favorites. He's P.J. Glasser. You can check him out as co-host of Sunday Bets from noon to four each and every weekend. Also on Twitter, P.J. Glasser. Now, P.J., thanks so much, man. Thanks, guys. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.